Welcome to the Urban Farmette, where two clueless suburbanites by a farm move across country and learn along the way. I'm Rachel. And I'm Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, Rachel. It's been another long break in between it's episodes. round two of sickness. You got sick. I did. It, it, Wait, didn't I get sick before the last time? No, no you I was did. me. That was me. You were you. I you was were you. One. I was me. You were fine. I was out. <laughs> we are tired. And you were out <laughs> and I was fine. Yes. <laughs> I could have recorded all on my own, but oh. you know. <laughs> no, I did. I got <laughs> sick this time and last week spent a day in bed, which is not common, but I survived and I'm here. Yeah. And that's the thing about here is that it does life doesn't stop. Mm-mm. It doesn't stop anywhere, but here it's different because there's just you got to take care of so many things and uh this had to be put way on the back burner. Yeah. That's Which just the stinks. way you, yeah, it stinks because we enjoy it. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, y- you, you have to prioritize those things. And yeah. When things are living around you and would die without you, then you got to kind of <laughs> take care of those things too. You definitely do. But we've had an eventful two weeks. We have lots of new things happening, lots of good things happening. And, um, it's uh, not for a lack of wanting to podcast. We're just busy taking care of a farm. So we, but we want to be here. And every night we go, oh my gosh, we need to podcast. And then someone gets a bloody nose or the dogs escape and go somewhere. <laughs> and that's one of the new things. Yes. Yeah, so why don't we talk about some of the new things that have happened since our last recording? Which seems forever ago. It was just two weeks. But in podcast world, I do feel like that's kind of a lot. It could be too long. We should be doing something every week, but whatever. Who says? Uh, Not me. We're the boss of Urban Farmette. Yeah. (laughs) But But what's uh, what's been new since the last time? So we have acquired two puppies. Yes. And we didn't want... When we were going through the whole... We knew we needed a dog. Mm -hmm. Un dog. One dog. And... When we were looking, it was... We were not looking for puppies. No. We do not want to train new things. No. But we got two puppies. Not just one, but two. But it wasn't because it was a irrational Yeah, it wasn't just because it was a cute little it was, puppy. It was... Um, <laughs> we've always... Wa- we wanted a specific breed. And Great we Pyrenees. Were, we were looking for this breed, and, and we would look at shelters, and we were going to go to uh, adopt... An adult mm-hmm. dog. They're hard to come by, though. They're really hard to come by. Especially and here because they're great no livestock idea. guardian dogs. Yes. Yes, exactly. And you have no idea how expensive it is to adopt here. Yeah. As opposed from to... From a shelter. Yeah, from Still a shelter. 150, Well, that's the bucks. minimum yeah. was, the, was the 150. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it depended on the type of dog, too. The prices varied. Where what we were used to seeing... In Long Beach was, please take these animals. Well, it was yeah, it it was much more standard and always open, mm-hmm. always available here. There's it's just not as many stray animals yeah. and animals in shelters here. I, we're finding, I guess, yeah. And, and there's also the the shelters themselves are much stricter on hours and times yeah. they're available, and they want to. You have to fill out questionnaires just to view yeah. animals. I mean, it just, was it's just different it was ball different. Game. It was a different ball game, yeah. and and the cost was high yeah ish high much higher than what we thought right 
And so I don't even know how this opportunity Just a gal that I know that owns the local farmer's market that we frequent for our butter and sometimes... um, They have some really good stuff. Yeah. We just stop in when we're out of something. Oh my gosh, we need some farm fresh eggs because our hens haven't started laying yet or we need bacon, butter you know something like that they have the fresh baked pies out and it's just a gal and her husband who have a farm vegetables meats eggs yeah they own a farm right by us and they're super nice and they run it and she we mentioned get our chicken feed from them yeah as well yeah i mean just all the all the things yeah and they have a, 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 real, a really large farm and they uh contacted me and said that they had eight puppies that their dog just had and it was an accidental it totally was birthing. we went and saw them and they were the cutest things we've ever seen and so we said okay we're gonna get one of these they're great pyrenees german shepherd mix which is amazing and and they're adorable fantastic breeds so we love them and we saw them and then one of the girls said let's get two they have to have buddies and we once you start thinking you go down the pathway of friendship and companionship and uh, a big farm for them. Like, how could we not? So we did. Yeah, and their so names are what? Lucy and Susan. A nod to the Chronicles of Narnia. And they are precious and mischievous and adorable and sleeping right by us. And they're the cutest things. And then what else happened this week that was super exciting? Mm. With the dogs. They got lost. They lost themselves. They ran away. Ish. And we freaked out. We're not going to tell you everything that went into it, but we just kind of had a moment of panic. They're nine weeks old and we just lost our minds a little bit. Like, are you kidding me? Where are they? We went and basically scoured our six acre property. Yeah. And by the way, living in a small town is amazing when it comes to catastrophe i put something on social media (laughs) for the little community we live in and within 10 minutes i had people at my door helping us look i had they were tromping through the creek yeah in our back i had people offering to bring us dinner and (laughs) it was just it was like a little mini you know community search party but any long story short we found them and everything's good but that took like 10 years off of my life (sighs) yeah so that is something else that happened this week, um, but they are fine and wonderful. What else new happened this week, Sean? Um, I don't know. Why don't you, whenever we come to this segment, you don't know. I don't know the new because we I feel like. We have a whiteboard with our yeah, bullet points. We should probably take notes Another on reason stuff. we're not good podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> What's the cool thing you built today? I think that is oh, definitely podcast worthy. I built uh, nesting boxes. So I... We are looking to do things with what we have, yeah. as much as what we have. As frugally as possible. As frugally as possible. And I, there were a lot of random shelving units, pieces of wood that were out and about. And uh, I am not by any means a carpenter. Um, I have some tools. I have a semi-creative brain mm-hmm. um but i just couldn't figure out these pieces so I, I looked online and 
And you actually found the idea of using uh, five-gallon buckets, mm-hmm. like the bucket paint, painter's buckets, yeah, um, as very easy things to do. And so I built a shelf with a couple uh, different levels and mm-hmm. drilled some five-gallon buckets in. I made nesting boxes today. We put a lip on the front. You can, if you follow us on uh, Instagram, you can see a picture of it. You did a great job, and I think it's going to work. And it, it cost work, us yeah. pennies, which is yeah, it cost us the cost thirty dollars from start to finish for the nails and the buckets for six of them, and yeah. then you'll eventually build another six because we have a yeah. lot of birds. Yeah. And you did a great job. Thank you. Yeah. And, and you used what we had. We used what we had. We didn't, we really, if I had my choice, I think, well, I don't know. I really kind of like the way we're, the direction we're going with trying to just be a little more frugally minded with how we, you know, Yeah, consume, I mean, we could have, we could have. Um, there are really cute nesting boxes that are, yeah. that I see at our, we have a wonderful um, little vintage shop. It's not little, it's actually quite big. Um vintage shop down the street from us the Luckett store and it's adorable and they have great stuff for sale like you know vintage nesting boxes and all kinds of things we could have made uh, or bought and made look just adorable um you have no idea how much these things but cost. they're expensive they can yeah. be like 25 dollars a piece yeah you know? the vintage ones are the cheaper ones and it's they're still 15 each i'm still gonna walk by and the store the, and want to buy everything there, yeah though. yeah <laughs> maybe we'll buy one for one vintage one shoe, special vintage hen. special hen yeah. that only they get access to but you did a really really good job thank it you looks really really thank good. you yes what else is new anything um oh, we had a debacle with a guinea hen the guinea fowl last night yeah so i think that's one of the q a's oh we'll talk about that we'll, then. we'll, get, we'll into get into that. the debacle and how we got uh, it down how it's yeah. It's okay if they go crazy like they did. Um, it's, it is okay. We also have found our church that we're going to yes. stay at. That's a new development. And lots of you have asked about that. I did a little series of Instagram stories about that. Um, if you want to go look at our Instagram feed, there's a... Um, I highlighted some of those uh, about kind of finding a new church and how it wasn't exactly what we expected. You can listen to that there. We won't get into that here, but we found a new church and we're like exceedingly happy about it. Yeah. I walked in there. I, I think um, when we were driving in the first time you I was, yeah, I was negative Nelly about it because it's not my style. We both were at all. Yeah. Um, we're just not but negative, you made the but comment, hesitant. Well, you made the comment on the way in, like, "Hey, you know what? They, you know, the kids can hear you. Let's just experience it." Man, I, every week I'm blown away by yeah. this place, and we're we're loving it so much. We're going twice a week, and I'm going to a Bible study. Yeah, I mean, right we're away. Just really loving it. I think we're we're hitting one month. Yeah. Of attendance tomorrow. Yeah. No. More, five. Five weeks, weeks tomorrow. Now? Yeah. Okay. So we we've past the month and each week has added something new yeah to uh to the why yeah to the why we're 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 there and we're staying and it's one of those things where i can see myself similar to to what we left of of getting plugged in and um enjoying it yeah uh even maybe even more so than what we left i don't know why maybe it was the I don't know. It's just it's been just great all, about, yeah, all around great. and the girls are yeah, really I'm liking really it. Enjoying We're really, really happy. Really just enjoying so it. Yeah. happy about that. So. Yeah. Well, what do we want to talk about tonight? Well, I think the, 
we both had this a similar feeling mm-hmm. um either this week or last week but it's kind of reached the point of um it's hard to describe mm-hmm. but it's it's a question that may come up from people of they they may phrase it as well how do you guys how are you guys handling it now that the honeymoon's over right i don't necessarily think of it as the honeymoon being over i i feel more like um life is settling in yeah okay so what does that mean well you look for things um as you get in and you get settled and things become more familiar to you mm-hmm. uh you know what stores around, you know what you need to do, you have your weekend plans and then suddenly you get, you start getting more and more plugged in and, and that and routine that, based and routine and that turns into uh, activities that your kids are in. So now we have Frankie has started ballet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kay has joined a acting class. Right. Um, so she's learning acting I'm doing 101. A Bible study. You're in a Bible study. We have Wednesday night church. We have yeah. Sunday church. Uh, I'm working full time. All these things are getting back to a routine. And we started homeschool again. And homeschool started started again. Right, right. So your day is now very much planned out. And so the difference here is that, yeah, we we were very structured back in Long Beach. And we had, you know, your schedule, your routine, your your days are lined up and you know what you're going to be doing and Mm -hmm. and you're getting involved in that. The difference here is we felt busy before we had routine yeah now we have routine and it at times can feel overwhelming yeah trying to manage everything so both you and i have had to take steps back to say well are we sure we're going to do this because you have to start intentionally thinking about what you're doing and and i and i the easy thing is the dogs okay Mm -hmm. what are we doing here what how is that going to impact our routine, our day to day, the right. same with the chickens. How does that impact our routine day to day? And, and things change so rapidly here. For example, with the chickens, we used to just, they're free range. Yeah. They have complete and utter freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that was a wonderful feeling because we could just leave mm-hmm. and let them go crazy. Yeah. And then we had a hawk attack. Yeah. Did we talk about a hawk yeah, attack? Yeah, we talked okay. about it. Okay. So, um, then we had a hawk attack and that changed everything. Like the whole, everything just grinds to a halt. Do we leave them out or don't we? Yeah. If we're not, if we're going to be gone for an hour and a half, oh, is that too long? Okay, then we have to wrangle them in. Okay, that means we have to leave. We have to get things ready 15 minutes earlier because we have to wrangle chickens that don't want to go inside anymore. Yeah. So how do you get them inside? And and, and this whole thing, it just changes. It's like micro routines inside of a routine. Right. We have so many moving You can't just get cogs. up and go. Yeah. There's just so much moving. And that's just with chickens, guineas, a cat, and a couple dogs. So, you know, we're looking at... We're, we're three months in and we're looking at our routine and we're looking at the things that, you know, we'd like to do in the future. Right. And we're just going... Okay, we're going mean, to be so much taking so. these things so slow. So slow. Because if you... You have to. You have to, and there's so many moving parts. If you just add things to it because it sounds great, or it sounds like what you should do, or it's even what you thought you should do, you really... It can backfire in the worst possible way for so many different for your family for I mean it's just it can be a disaster and so before we get to that point we're really going 
going, wow, this is a huge undertaking and it's causing both Sean and I to think very carefully about the commitments we make, think very carefully about the things we choose and just prayerfully consider every small decision. Yeah. And and so much so Which is really good. Which is really good. And it's really different than us. It's not what we used to do. And it's so much so where we are actually considering the purchase of two trees. Like that, that's where you're looking at this fine line of, can I take care of trees? Two more things. Just trees. Mm -hmm. I mean, you put them in the ground. You don't even necessarily water them because it's so wet here. Um, They're planted by a stream. We're not going to have to do anything till next summer. Yeah. And we're sitting here going, well, do we want to do that? And the reason why, it's not because we can't, we're not overscheduled and we can't take care of trees. That's yeah. ridiculous. But the idea is, is that if you go that route, what does that lead to? Right. Well, it leads to more trees. Yeah. Now, is that, do we want to go down the path of, of farming in that sense? Or do we want to just wait? Yeah. Let, let life as, I mean, the quote unquote life that we're, tr- we're getting into routine, activities, homeschool, work, allow that to settle in for a year before we commit to something. Right. Um, So that's where, that's kind of where we're at. Like we both hit it at the same time to where we were talking one day and going, well, what do we need? What do we need to do here? What are we thinking about? And it becomes a difficult thing. Mm -hmm. Not in a bad way, but the difficult thing is, is that when we were moving here, we didn't know what we were getting into. So we had ideas. We get here, those ideas change because you start learning about stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I guess I can't do that. Yeah. But now we're at a point where, oh, no, we know we can do that. We know how to do it. Mm-hmm. Now you're at the question of should we do right. it? And that becomes really difficult because you want to do you it. You want to do yeah. it. And there are things that you lined up that you want to do. Yeah. But now you're questioning, should I do that? And that's difficult because that that becomes a weight. Yeah. If it, it's not like you're shattering dreams. It's not like we had misconceptions of, yeah, it would have been great if we bought a cow or had Mm -hmm. a pig or all these things. And we will eventually, um, and we'll plan those out. And and it's not like that type of thing, but it's, it's, well, we're over, we're overwhelming ourselves with just getting back into a normal routine. Right. And I think, um, what we've noticed just this week, we've made some bigger personal decisions to back off of some things or say no to things. I think what we've noticed is that whether this is a cultural thing or a generational thing or just a Sean and I thing, I'm not sure. But it seems to us that um, people our age, or and maybe I just speak for Sean and I, we seem to be a yes culture where we say yes to all the good things. And then you can really pigeonhole yourself where you're just burnout, tired and feeling overwhelmed. And we are trying to avoid that, especially so that we don't come to resent all of the great things that the Lord is putting in front of us. And, you know, my friend Michelle years ago 
mentioned something to me, just said something to me when I was struggling with a couple decisions and it's always stuck with me. And she said, you know, Rachel, when you say yes to something, you say no to something else. And I'm finding that saying yes is really fun because there are so many good things, whether whatever that has to do with your life, you know, you'd have to identify. But here, there are so many good things that sound amazing. Keeping bees, getting a miniature horse, getting some pigs, um, planting all the flowers, going to gardening classes, visiting a farmer and learning what they have to say, joining a new homeschool group, having Sean, you know, try this new thing on with our land and starting an an orchard and getting some some cows and learning how to process chickens everything sounds amazing but everything I say yes to means I'm saying no to something else and when I weigh it like that often saying yes to these great things means saying no to very important things and so each decision has to be weighed and I think that most moms and dads can identify with that because there are so many great things to do and be involved in them that are good things that you know God can really use but we have to be careful with our time and how we're spending it and that's really shown once we moved here there are so many wonderful things that I think we expected and that we're seeing our options, but that we're also seeing with you working full time, me homeschooling, us having three kids, and the the commitments we already have to our chickens and our dogs and making a new community here, that's a lot. And we have to be careful with, we have to really care for what we've already been given. And I think you and I hit a point in the last week where we just both went, um, we need to really, before we get into deep, just step back and think about why we're saying yes to certain things. Are we saying yes to, okay, you know what? Let's get a cow because we think we should, or because we feel like that's what God wants us to do. You know, it's getting down to the minutia. We're really looking at every little choice. And the big thing about that is, you we don't know there's just things that we don't know about and um for example chickens didn't know anything about them like i said i didn't this year was the first year i held a chicken Mm -hmm. a chick Mm -hmm. that's the first time i ever touched a chick and i held chickens and um we don't know what it's going to be like to take care of chickens a month from now Right. When they lay eggs. Yeah. We don't We've never know. even had a chicken We've never lay even eggs. had that. So why we can't, you can't jump into something, think that this is, oh, wow, yeah, I'm doing this fine. This is easy, not a problem, mm-hmm. and then move on to the next thing because yeah. you don't know in six months what it's actually going to be like right. to take care of them. And you know, we started learning that quickly with them when, oh, my goodness, these guys are getting big. They need to go outside. We start talking about it outside, and all of a sudden, all these people come out of the woodwork. Oh, you're that near a forest? Better watch your predators. Don't let them out before 11. Yeah. Put them in before 5. We're like, what is going on? <laughs> Suddenly, all these things, all all this information starts coming. Yeah. Great, great information. No, so grateful Was for so it. So thankful for the information. Had no clue. Yeah. So you can't, even with things that we do know, like dogs, you don't know what it's like to take care of a dog mm-hmm. where you're at. Yeah. So for those of you that are thinking of, moving to land or or just 
in decisions in general, you have to think about how that impacts your life and what are you going to do with it? Like mm-hmm. we are still trying to figure out. It's been a week and a, and a, yeah. a few days with these dogs. I still don't know what to do. Yeah, we're still I'm still sitting of, here. I feel handcuffed. We're troubleshooting. And we're troubleshooting. We're constantly troubleshooting. Constantly. Yeah. And and things don't work and it's frustrating and mm-hmm. you're and you can't leave and you put them here and you put them there and they poop on the floor and they it's just <laughs> you know I, I, I we've had dogs I tried before to, and we're like what yeah is happening? what's happening and what am I but, and it's but it's all about well what is it what is happening here yeah and what do I need to do here and what is how is it impacting my family here yeah like the, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out the morning routine yeah where I go in they whine I, they actually are really good dogs they sleep through the night and then when they start crying early in the morning I got to go take them out Okay, well, but I've we're tried, not in Southern I've California tried, where you can just walk them literally right outside. Go or to the just let them out in the backyard. Yeah, there's no backyard. There's no backyard, do, there's no backyard yeah. here. And I can't they put a fence somewhere. around my yeah. entire property. Like it's, it's just not the same. It's just different. Yeah, it's just different. It's just different. But we didn't we didn't think about any of this stuff before we got them. And then so now I, I've I've we've had them for I don't know nine ten days. I think I've had ten different routines, mm-hmm. and none of them really worked effectively. <laughs> I don't know what to do, so now I just take them out to the horse stall and I lock them in there, and I just say, <laughs> you know what, this is fine. And then they yip for an hour, and who cares? Mm. That's actually probably been the best. But the other day, I, you know, I took them outside. It was really foggy. I'm like, oh, it's kind of cold out here. Uh, they could be scared. I don't want them to be scared. I'll bring them back inside. They come back inside. They all poop all over the floor. <laughs> it's just not. It's not like it's never. These are the things that what I'm learning is that I kind of have to just live it yeah. for a little bit yeah, and then constantly adapt. But you, each new thing you take on, you have to do that. It's, it's, it's a, guaranteed yeah. no matter where you're at, you can move from one part of the city to another part of the city. You just have to, you have to give yourself a chance. Yeah. And we had a lot of hopes and dreams for this year. We honestly, I think you and I envisioned maybe a, even a month, up to a month ago, having so much more going on around here. Right. And now we're talking about getting a turkey because yeah. we want a live turkey for Thanksgiving that we actually... Well, our friends, the Boyers, are going to come out. We're going to yeah. have a Thanksgiving dinner with them. And we thought, this is amazing. Let's get a live turkey. And we haven't <laughs> completely disregarded no, the concept of the turkey and an opportunity yeah. came up to, to take a turkey in. But instead of going oh yeah that's gonna and it would create the best memories ever (laughs) are we really sure like how is that going to impact the rest of the the farm and the chicken and 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 the plans that we have where as before you know before mm, maybe two months ago we would have got the turkey well i think maybe in some respects our um impulse Control has definitely changed since we've moved here. A lot's at stake if we make rash decisions here. We can't just, you know, it's not the same as, oh, I'm feeling, you know, like I want to buy something this weekend. Let's just go buy a laptop. It's not that same thing. Decisions here last for a really, really long time if they're in regards to the farm. Right. And so I think we're learning what a lot of wise people have told us in the past and are telling us now and we're listening to and and heeding their advice, just you, we need to move slow and we need to prayerfully consider every decision. And I think that's that's a good point. And that kind of drives home what I was saying is I look at it this way. As September rolled in, we knew 
homeschooling was started. Now you've been doing this for this is our a fifth while. year. You've been doing it for a while. Yeah, and and you in Long Beach, you had it locked down. I mean, it was a well-oiled, well-run machine, mm-hmm. so easy to manage, and and you had it that way. Well, you I get here. Say it's easy to manage. Oh. Not, I mean, easy for you to manage. Don't minimize my difficulties. Oh, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> we get here. I'm like, oh, homeschool starting. It's going to be the same thing. Right. <clears throat> We've done this before. Yeah. It's homeschool. Yeah. What What's the difference? Yeah. You just it's a different home. Yeah. But it's still the same homeschooling. Right. Nope. Oh my goodness, won't, no. Won't. And that's the thing is that even though you go and adjust and move to a different situation or move to a different place and do something similar to where you were before, it's going to be different. Yeah. You got to give yourself time yeah. to allow it all to adjust. And th- you were talking about when you bring something new in and the impacts to the uh, you say yes to something, you say no yeah. to something else, the impacts to that. Yeah. Well, you don't even know what you're saying no to. No. Until you have it. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. a chicken coop, crazy hawk situation. Well, we said yes to that two months ago when yeah. they were little baby chicks and it was really easy. We had no idea what we would be saying no to two, three months later. Because of that. Because of that. Right. So that's the thing is that when you... What when you got that advice of you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. You don't know what you're saying no to in the and future when you're right, saying exactly. no to it. Because yeah. we have we had ideas of things that we wanted to do. Oh my goodness, it'd be awesome to go to Mount Vernon for the Halloween uh, festival. Yeah. Well, we we can't. can't what are we gonna do with our chickens for? And chickens do- exactly for the day and yeah. Well, what did we? Are are we sure we? we can't do anything now. We have it all. Exactly. And I think that's another, you know, I, I just want to encourage anybody we have received since we started this. So many, uh, responses from people saying, I want to do what you guys are doing. I live here. I want to move to this rural place. And that makes us so excited because we hear you and we know how that feels. And I just want to encourage all of you who are thinking that to just give yourself loads and loads of time, time. once you get somewhere and, don't and it. yeah, to just ease in and you don't need to make all the decisions up front. And we are, I'm so glad we're learning this quickly and we're both on the same page. We're both, um, just feeling that same sense of peace that if we don't, you know, if this doesn't turn into this sustainable farm that we want, that's not what God wants for us then. Right. And we're feeling this peace that it's going to all work out because the point is, is that he brought us here. He has a plan here and it may not include any of the plans that we had when we got here. And so as long as we're just prayerfully considering why? Why do you want 12 trees in the front of your house? What's the purpose? Is this a purpose that we feel, you know, we're trying to manufacture or is it something God wants? You know, and looking at every decision like that, then we'll feel that peace. But the second we don't, I made a big decision this week. So, and you know, Sean, I made a big decision this week and it came down to, I had no peace about it, about moving forward with it. 
Mm-hmm. And that's my answer because God is not a God of worry and anxiousness and stress. He's just, that's not him. And he doesn't have that for us. I mean, there's going to be, you don't help further his kingdom when you're in that position. Right. And that doesn't mean we're not going to feel stress and we're not going to feel no, worry, but, all. but living and navigating some kind of decision with that as your constant bedfellow it is a dangerous place to be at least you know Sean and I feel that way that he is a God of peace Um, he is a God who loves us and wants to walk alongside of us and if we have constant anxiousness and stress over something we're trying to you know put together ourselves in our own strength then that is not from him so I think that He's in the details and he's even in the small little choices we make, the choices to, you know, small stuff that we're, we're wanting to do around here. He's in those details too. We yep. just need to seek him and, and his will. So that's where we're at. <laughs> and and right for now. those of you that are watching what we're doing and saying, that's awesome. I want to do that. By all means, it is amazing. Yeah. It is awesome. It is pretty great. Um, what we're doing here and how we got here and, and, what God has provided for us here is incredible. Yeah. And you will, for those of you that do it or thinking about doing it, you will drive around, you will walk around, you will talk to people and you will want to do all of it. Yeah. You will go to the farmer's market and say, I want a farm stand. Yeah. I want to sell this stuff. I want to grow my own vegetables. I want to grow my own meat. I want to process my own chickens. I want to do all, I want to do all the things. Yeah. And it all sounds amazing. Yeah. My bit of advice is this. It does sound all amazing. And you'll read all the books. It is all amazing. It's all amazing. Yeah. It sounds incredible to have all the things. Yeah. But you know what? There's going to be a lot of things you will not like. Yeah. And you will not have. We can't and, have all the things. And the thing is, is that... We're not promised the, all the things. And the problem is, is you don't know what you won't like. You don't know mm-hmm. what you don't want to do mm-hmm. until you're in the middle of it, not doing it saying I don't want to do this anymore Mm -hmm. it's better if you just take small portions of it just to see yeah if that's something you want to do I think we jumped uh into the deep end with the chickens you think so we got a lot of them we got a lot of them and it's working out fine and it's not that much work and the girls can take care of it all but think about we were doing it and I thought, oh, this is easy. Mm-hmm. Chickens are easy. No, they're not. A piece of cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to do five of them are. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm looking at I'm I'm researching online, uh, building those uh, broiler boxes. Uh, the the move the for meat chickens. Uh, the yeah the the tractors. Yeah, no, for not right now. Chickens. Oh, that's a piece of cake. Not uh, right you can now. stuff no. a bunch of birds in there and just feed them and move it every day. Yeah, no problem. <clears throat> I had angst for two and a half weeks about these nesting boxes. Why? Not because they were difficult to build, and I, I am not a very capable woodworker, right? but I, I could build things yeah. enough, fast enough. Like I did. Right. I did them today. Right, right. I had no time. Right. It, that's it. That's it. I had it. no time to build, to, to, to well, build a shelf and screw a, a bucket no, on top of it. No, but I think that it. that's not, there's truth in that. You do have time. But the point is, is where are you going to use your time? When that's you say saying, yes you, to one thing, you say no right, to others. And I'm when saying, you come that, home at night and you do a couple yeah. hours of work, that's fine. But the point is, is that if you're saying yes to building a bunch of, you know, tractors 
you know, chicken tractors for all these chickens and you're out there every night for four or five, six hours, what are you saying no to? You're saying no to things that are important to you, like your kids, sleep, time with me, time with our family, events that we want to go to, to get um, plugged in in the community. Eating dinner. Yeah. You know, and I think that sometimes we look at all of the things that people are doing and we are, well, you want to do them because you're seeing the great things they are doing, but we're also not recognizing that saying yes to something means saying no to something else and you have to weigh that and go what am I willing to say no to in order to say yeah and the, the, the the unknowns like you said and I think that it's good to come to that place where you'd rather say yes to the things that are important to you more than the idea of what you think you want and that's important to and recognize the, that and to and to talk to God about it. What's important to you? Yes. You know. And not just to you. And what's important also, to him and your family. Right. And and that those are the, the last two things is what I was going to touch on there is when you say when you're saying yes to something, you're saying no to that something else. And that no could be months down the road. Who's the no for? Yeah. Is it going to be? It's not always just you. Yeah. That these decisions impact. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a great thing that we struggled with ordering trees. Yeah. I think that's great because it's not a lot of time. It's not a lot of work. It's, but it is both time and work mm-hmm. and we don't know. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen in six months with trees. Well, what if you, they uproot the fence and I have to spend three weeks building? I mean, just Well, and you can like also, that. we look at things as small, so it's inconsequential. Okay, I have this additional little thing I want to do once a month on Wednesdays, or I want to plant 10 trees, you know, but it rains all the time in Virginia. It's not going to be that much work, but, you know, 25, 30 minutes extra work a day is still 25 or 30 minutes extra work. And if you say yes to 10 of those things during a month, that's a substantial amount of time. Every choice has to be weighed. And I think we felt it sometimes, um, you know, back, back in California, but it's being made clear here because of the gravity of some of the choices are, it's just different here. It's all dependent on us and our output of work. And in the end, it comes down to my responsibilities and what right. I can, you know, I have to answer for how I take care of my kids and our homeschool and my family and how I care for my husband. And if I'm constantly spinning my wheels saying yes to so many things that I can't do that, then there is no real growth in that. There's just an output of some of something, but is it beneficial? I think we need to constantly be asking ourselves that question. So the advice time here is going to conclude with this i feel and you can disagree or not Mm -hmm. with me but if if you make a a big change in your life Mm -hmm. allow yourself the time to get into your routines Mm -hmm. before you commit to things anything and would we have done anything different i i don't think so maybe Timing wise, I mean, now that we understand, like if we were to pick up and move to another place and and erase all of the stuff that we have, um, what would we do different? Well, we understand how to manage chickens now. So, yeah, we would do some things different. So, But that's all just uh, um, hindsight. But I think it is important that as we move forward, as we're into 
you know, the fourth month here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Past the fourth month here. Um, we're starting to realize that it's very important that we understand our routine as a family mm-hmm. first before we make a decision mm-hmm. on doing anything. Yes. Uh, including additional activities, including additional uh, animals, including additional farm work. Yeah. It's going to, it has a different perspective now. Yeah. And no, the honeymoon, there's no such thing as the honeymoon period here because it's, when it's new, it's new. It's going to be new for a long time for Mm -hmm. us. I mean, years. Mm -hmm. But just because it's new doesn't mean you have to do everything right away. Yeah, I think I'll never fall out of love with living here. I well, you can't ever say anything like that, but we adore it here. That will not change. But what is, and I'm and I'm happy for it, is that reality is setting in that there's a, I guess reality is setting in that we um, are finite creatures that only have a certain amount of time every day. <clears throat> we only have a certain amount of years left. We only have one go at this. And where's our priority? And Sean and I have always agreed and always, you know, held each other's hand in that our families are priority, not necessarily my desires or Sean's desires separately, but w- how our family works as a unit. And that is determining a lot of the choices we make here because yes we can say oh it's on our farm we're all in this together but you know we get five or six more animals the care for those animals drastically cuts into my time homeschooling the girls and Sean's time with the girls when he gets home from work and our time together as a family when we're having to drive pets to the vet and, you know, build new structures and meet with different people to get opinions and help on this. And then when we start small businesses, you know, to sell our meat and sell the milk and, um, you know, we're going to try and have a farm stand. All of those things are great and they sound wonderful, but they all, when we say yes to those, they mean saying no to something else. So we need to prayerfully consider each choice we make. And... It sounds easy, but it, when you're implementing it, it's hard because yeah. saying yes is just easier sometimes. It's more fun. It's fun. <laughs> it really is. It really is fun. It's fun. Dreaming dreams is really fun. Implementing them is a different story because they are work and they require sacrifice. Yeah. What are you willing to sacrifice? So, and the last thing you want to do is sit there and go, I wish I didn't do that. Exactly. And on a farm, lots of times when you say, I wish I wouldn't have done that too bad. You're stuck with it. You're stuck with it for, for a long time and it's probably alive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So (laughs) murder is bad. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Um, so I hope that's helpful. That's where we're at right now. It's actually a really good place to be. It offers a lot of freedom and there's freedom in saying, you know what? We we have five uh, plant beds and six six we have six 
you know, um, we cut wanted beds. 40. Well, yeah. We talked about we 40. We have six right now. now. I'm looking at it going, hmm, 12 is good. <laughs> we and have next some, week it'll be, hmm, six is great. <laughs> we have some beds. We have some chickens. We have two dogs. We have three happy girls. We're and, doing the trees. Don't worry. And I want those trees. We're doing the trees. But we're... But, but we're thinking about it. We're thinking we, about it, yeah. We, we actually had deep thoughts about two trees. And, and it sounds funny, um, but it's not no it's not i wish that th- there are lots of things i can pinpoint in my life that i wish i would have sat and been i wish i would have contemplated more things in the past yeah. 38 years of my life and thought about them as much as we've thought about those dang trees because i would have saved That's myself great. a lot of time and i would have saved myself from saying yes to so many things because no is not a bad answer it's just another option it's not bad in fact it's a lot more valuable than yes sometimes because we say yes so frequently and because everything's great and it's just but not everything is going to serve the purpose that the lord has you you know here for and that's the most important thing that's right so um let's jump into the uh, okay we're going to do some quick fire q and a's to end uh we got a lot of questions today um we'll try and get a few of them done. okay um someone asked us this is actually a really good question where did it go um she asked us about the beds outside actually that we we're just talking about the the ones you cut the cut beds um she wanted to know um how are you going to keep weeds out of those and uh have we considered raised beds and why did you pick um, your method of the cut beds mm. over raised beds? Cut beds, I did cut beds because looking at a lot of different um, examples, everyone had them cut and and in the ground. Raised beds, for me, uh, there, there's not a lot of flexibility in those. If If I realize that the area that I picked isn't good i can change it um yeah for me the the cutting and keeping the weeds out it's it's another intentional intentional thing and it is work but what i found is that as as i cut them and i put paths in between them Mm -hmm. um the weed issue hasn't been a problem Okay. Uh, right now. Right. And how do I keep grass out of it? It seems to stay out on its own. And we as have the girls you, go out. We have the girls go out and, and you, you kind of look at it and uh, yeah, grass is going to grow. Grass grows wherever. Raise it or not, it's it's going to go. And yeah, I mow right by it and probably give farmers heart attacks as I spray grass everywhere. Uh, I, I'm, I'm more aware of it, but I haven't seen a problem with those beds at all. And even the ones that I've cut that haven't, uh, that aren't being used right now are still dirt. Yeah. It's minimal. It it seems fine here. And maybe that's just here. Well, no, I would think that they grow weeds pretty fast because it's so porous and so wet all the time, but you really dug out. I dug them out nice and clean. And I put, uh, I used sawdust in between each bed uh, as, as a pathway to walk on and, and sawdust I found is, is very, very helpful in, in keeping, um, grass away. Mm-hmm. It's 
pretty impressive. Uh, I know people use straw or hay. Mm-hmm. I would do that as well, but I have a sawdust thing that they left for us. So I figured I'd use everything that we had here. Mm-hmm. And it's it, worked. It, it works great. And I th- it's worked well so well, even with our raised beds and the pathways there. It's worked so well that I, I would actually purchase sawdust now yeah. uh, for use in between the beds to keep yeah. uh, the grass out. Yeah. So I hope that that answered your question. Tenderly rooted mama. Thank you for asking. Um, okay. Uh, my friend Jenny from Tallwood Country House asked what happened with the guineas. <laughs> so we had two guineas up on the roof last night when we went out to close it down. She said, did they come in on their own or did you guys somehow have to shoo them down? Um, were they or the other guineas going nuts because they were separated? Guineas are crazy. Guineas are crazy. They're and crazy maybe animals. she has very well-behaved guineas because I think that she well, they, trains the, them so, better than we do. <laughs> well, but the, but, the, but advice, are the advice you got very early on with guineas because we, we knew they were nuts and we knew that we were going to have issues with that is to put them on a feeding schedule. Yes. So in the morning... The, we, we wake up and the girls go out and let the let the chickens and the guineas out and we bring the food outside and they can have food up until a certain point of the day. Usually mid-morning, noon at the latest, the food's gone. We take the food and put it away. That way all that they have to eat during the day are what they, is what they can find. Bugs. Bugs, grass, and whatever. And they go all over the property. I mean, they're yeah. everywhere. Guineas kind of stick together. Uh, you'll find them, we found, I found them laying on the, on the, uh, in the front yard on just the grass, all, there was 18 of them just all huddled together, just hanging out together. Um, they'll go crazy. They'll go up in the trees. Like we were warned. These two were up on the roof of the coop. It was funny. Uh, we walk outside. What are they doing up there? The thing is, is that when it's, they know it gets close to nighttime and dinner, Mm -hmm. I walk outside, I go and get the can. There's that, you did that video. That video still rings true because yeah. I come out with a can. I come if I walk outside, they yep. think it's food. Coming. They know, yeah. So they will all just come. Yeah. And we had guineas out in the um the fields. I walked out there with the can and I just tapped the can a couple times and I walked back towards the coop and they all just follow me. Yeah. So uh That's when it really paid off. Pays off routine <laughs> yeah. really pays off there. Uh, keeping them on a strict With feeding both schedule. With guineas and children. Guineas we're and children, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it actually worked out really well to where, you know, I come outside and these guys pop out from the from the forest. Yeah. Because they know it's dinner time and they'll just run right in. Yep. Guineas especially, they'll yeah. run right in. Yeah. Chickens, if they're hungry or not. They kind of have a mind of their they own. They kind of have bit. their mind of their own. Mm-hmm. And, and they, when you bring the food in and inside the coop and you fill it and you set it down, all the guineas are there. Yeah. Chickens are kind of like, I'll let the crazy guineas because they're crazy. the food. Yeah. I mean, they jump into the, the feeding bucket. bucket. Yeah. They jump into it <laughs> and they, they've, uh, the chickens will stay back, let them have their fill. And then when they're done, yeah. they'll eat like normal people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the chickens will kind of hang out outside as, as the guineas go crazy to come in. Yeah. But then they all come in eventually because they know that's where the food is. Yeah. But it's also the routine. Yeah. And, and even chickens get routine. Yeah. And they all ended fine, but that was a first for us. Um, another question from, um, Yana go home is what other places did you consider moving to before Virginia? Anywhere with land. Yeah. We definitely had the desire to move out of California for a couple years. 
but within the about it started about a year before we actually took the offer to move out here we definitely were really looking at other states we looked at texas texas um idaho mm -hmm. um we looked a little bit pacific northwest yeah so but nothing ever became as real as Virginia because Virginia became a real viable option for us because of Sean's job relocating. There's offices out here as well. But I think even... I didn't even know Virginia had places like... <clears throat> I didn't even know anything about Virginia. Yeah. I think, however... I didn't even know what Virginia was shaped like. I'm... I'm. You didn't? Geography-wise... Mm. You needed to be homeschooled. I needed to be homeschooled. <laughs> um, I think that had Virginia I, not I, happened... I probably would have guessed... If you gave me a map, you would have thought I it probably would have guessed that was Virginia. You think? But I, I actually saw when with when Florence came in. That was the yeah. other other first is hurricane preparation. But when Florence came in, I'm looking at the map, going, "That's what West Virginia looks like." Yeah. You know, you you know it's there. Yeah. And, but now being here, like I, that, so Virginia wasn't never on the radar, really. <sighs> But I think... Whose radar is Virginia on? Well, and that's what's crazy is it wasn't... Well, no one's in California, but on the East Coast, I'm finding that it's an actual... It's a destination. It's a, yeah. But I think had but there's we not... More, I, I, I didn't tell you this, but when I saw the mechanic the other day and, and I was talking with him, uh, he goes, so where'd you move from? I said, oh, Southern California. He goes, huh. There's a lot of people from California yeah. moving out here. Yeah, there are. Well, there's a lot of people in California moving in general. That's what I'm hearing from a lot the of news. people. Yeah, yeah, I heard that the other day. Uh, but I think had Virginia not even been an option, um, we definitely were looking for other locations. And yes. we were open to a lot of them. Just not really, really hot uh, states. Yeah, so was Texas no was really hard for us to... Yeah. It was viable, but it was not our first option because of the intense heat in summer. It's hot here, but it's a different type of it's just different um anyways uh so virginia was not in our on our radar but once it, it was yes it's, it's gorgeous it, it's, yeah um but once it was then that's all we could think about yeah. um so i hope that answered your question and then rural east coast is incredible incredible yeah. it, i mean just please phenomenal. visit um my friend lauren asked how oh, we got another one? Yes. Oh, I didn't know this. How okay. has it been to not be near your uh, family and friends? This piece keeps me from moving, and I've I've heard that a lot yeah. actually. Because um, we still get the looks. Yeah, definitely. Especially you don't know when people say you're, you you don't have any family or friends out here. So it, yeah, um, do you have family out here? No. Do you I'll, have friends out here? No. I'll I'll answer that it that that part is was I'd say the only. Um, not the, it was definitely the top reason that we gave moving pause because our community of people in California is so strong that it was a devastating part of moving for us. Our friends, um, it was so hard to tell them yeah. and so hard to leave them. And still is. Yes. It's still difficult. We still miss them very much. But since it was such a strong community we had when we were in California, we knew that we would be able to move and still maintain the level of friendship that we 
um, love so much. And we have, I, yeah. we talk with our friends. I, I talk with my girlfriends every single day. Um, and though it doesn't look the same, you know, they will go out to coffee still or get together for, you know, events together much the same as they did when we were there and we're not there. Um, we still talk all the time. We still know about what's going on in each other's life. We still pray. We still Voxer, text, send letters, packages, stuff like that. But it is different and it is hard. And I think that that's something that people who are making this kind of move really need to, you know, think about. It's and hard. when you get to where you're going, you really have to reach out. Yeah. You really have to have a you have to force yourself to kind of um go into situations where you've never had to do that before yep uh we met a couple at church who said while wow, you guys you know you moved out and you did this and how are you doing how are you feeling and they were amazed at how plugged in we were within a few months so that's work and you they have said to that we moved it took us seven years to get out of our own home. Yeah. And maybe they were a little more shy, but, yeah. but, um, I think if you do make the move, it's, I'm not going to lie. It's difficult. It's really difficult when you feel isolated and on your own, mm -hmm. but you can't stay in that place. You can't stay in that place. No. And it, and it shouldn't be a reason why you have all these feelings and you're being led and God's telling you to move and you don't do it because you're just scared of, of being alone. Yeah. There are, there's opportunities out there. There are things that, that he wants you to do and people he wants you to connect with. That's what you need to go do. Right. And you can't sit back and worry about being alone yeah you gotta really and, it's it's hard and, and it's hard and even God for provides. people like us though but yeah. we're we're very outgoing and very social people and we'll talk to anybody and everybody yeah. and it's still it's still it's difficult now and god provides though and he provides in ways that you didn't know you needed yeah. providing for you just need patience to to uh allow those opportunities to open up yeah it is hard it is but fortunately we have wonderful people who are in our lives that God's placed and they're not going anywhere. You know, we talk with our moms, you know, all the time and we talk with our friends all the time and there's a beautiful connection through social media and Facebook and texting and FaceTime. And, you know, my mom for Pete's sake had a dollhouse delivered to my child on her fourth birthday. I mean, and we live across the country and we're having visitors and God's good. And if he leads you somewhere, he will provide for you. He will meet your needs. Yeah, it, and don't let the fear of that stop you. That's, that's right. kind of, I'm, that's I how I feel. No, I agree. I think that that's all the questions. And I probably, probably have more. It really is. Yes. But, um, yeah, I hope tonight was a little bit of an encouragement for some people, a little bit of a, a reality, you know, check it was for us this last week but we're glad for it and we're happy to to live in that reality and just really be um contemplating what god has for us and we hope you're doing that too and if you're out there i've heard from so many of you feeling this nudge from the lord to kind of make this change 
Um, if you're feeling that reach out, we'd love to talk with you. Um, just seek him and what he has for you guys and pray about it as a couple. Um, you know, who knows what he has, but where he leads, he always provides and he's, he's a good God and he always, he takes care of, of us. He, he always has, he always will. So is that it for tonight? Tell people how to connect with us. And oh my gosh, it. I'm the worst, pop- yeah, the worst podcast. We're the worst podcast. Connect with us, but Please you have to do. find us. Find us on Instagram at the Urban Farmette. We love talking with you guys and kind of you know hearing what you have to say. We love your advice and um and you can find us um at our website urbanfarmette.com. Uh, you can find all of our previous episodes there and. Is that it? Am I forgetting something? Yeah, Instagram. Okay, perfect. All right. All right. We'll see you guys hopefully next week, but don't count on it. (laughs) All right, bye. I'm feeling sick. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)